0: It, this is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the
1: show. It is a Thursday. This is the ninth day of June. And here we are, ready to roll. Mostly cloudy right now in Logan Sport, but uh, we should see some sun today according to the weather service. And a high temperature right around 76 or so. Yesterday we topped out at 73 matthew truly ill prepared this morning he yes forgot one of the most critical parts of his his equipment his headsets hmm. so we're good to go now though good to see you good to go and here we are toward the tail end of the week you know i, I we can agree with this first story. more drivers are running out of gas on the road
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true story
0: <laughs> i um Go to start my car this morning, and uh, it says fuel available, empty. Oh, no. Now I get to decide which one to go to. Which one's closer? Which one do I have a better shot at making?
1: These are all the high prices that right, they are, they're matter. all the same. Yeah. Right. But with the high cost of fuel, people are running out of gas. AAA fielded 50,787 out of gas calls in April. Dang. That's a 32% jump from the same month last year. That was my next question. More than 200,000 drivers have been similarly stranded this year. Wow. And gas prices have risen dramatically since April, making the financial pain even more acute. A Washington Post scholar. What's that? Post scar school poll. I don't know bears out that 44% of drivers randomly contacted between April 21st and May 12th said they have only partially filled their car's gas tank, a figure that rises to 61% for drivers with incomes below 50 grand. we have learned on this program that you can't survive on $250,000. <laughs> True. True story. More than six in 10... Have made the decision to drive less, making fewer trips to the grocery store, for example, while more than 3 in 10 said they're driving at reduced speeds, which can improve your gas mileage. Remember they changed that? It was federal law to save gas, 55. Federal law. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you go 55 now, it seems like you're creeping. It does. It feels like you're (laughs) barely, barely moving. So hopefully they won't do that again. Although you will save gas. So perhaps you'll choose to do that. Maybe they ought to have the uh a different lane there on the freeway. Yeah, there Just you go. Fifty fivers. Yeah. Oh uh, I'm riding with my grandma once and she <laughs>
0: your grandma <laughs> she like, Oh, I never go above fifty. It's fifty five is far too quick. <laughs> Okay, I've been in the car for
1: quite some time. It's fine. Those uh, dotted lines go awfully slow on grandma's driving. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) Here's a woman from Florida. Says she saved for years to put down eight grand on her dream car. A sporty 2013 Subaru BRZ. Less than an hour after she purchased the car, the engine caught on fire while she drove home. No. (laughs) Oh, it's ready to go, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am.
0: Yep. Tip top. -top. Boy, she is purring like kitten.
1: (laughs) Uh, 20 year old Emily Wyatt's financing documents show she purchased the car out the door for 24-9 from Victory Auto Mall in Tampa. She says she was on her way home to Pasco County when the engine stalled and things went downhill quickly. She recalls the car going haywire and the door locks sporadically locking and unlocking. Oh, no. She says a passerby stopped to help her out. Wyatt says she scrambled to get away from the car just as the engine engulfed in flames there was just a loud boom and the engine literally exploded. Wow. The fire marshal's report shows the fire was determined to have originated due to a mechanical failure with the engine compartment. Mm. More than five weeks later, Wyatt wasn't getting any answers from the dealership. (laughs) Hey, sorry. Her insurance company Geico was not helping. Even though she has full coverage She wasn't offered a rental And was not getting updates on her claim So she said She wasn't even told if she was covered For this claim Well the GM of Victory Auto Mall Said The dealership feels for Wyatt (laughs) But they're not responsible Mm. And that what happened To the car happens Sometimes (laughs) Now come on (laughs)
0: You know that's the thing, you know <laughs> these cars you never they sometimes they just blow up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's just terrible. Come when, on. when asked if she could get a refund, he said that that was up to the owner. Days later, the woman says Geico called her to say her claim is now moving forward. It's still unclear what that means. <laughs> Subaru records show Wyatt's car had a recall for Mm -hmm. engine stalling, but that it had been repaired. What do you do? You just drove it off. That's terrible. That is terrible. And they always say, buyer beware. Still. Car sales are as is, unless otherwise specified by the dealer. Yeah. But that's just. You got a feel for her. For real. That's just.
0: So, okay, once she gets all this squared away and she's able to get another car, yeah. does she get the same one? Yeah. I mean, if she's always wanted, you know, the BRZ, then does she still go with the BRZ? I don't know. I, I just. Uh, I, or is she like, this was, was an anomaly. I'm going to try it again,
1: you know? Well, for the dealer to say that happens sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, uh, these things, they, they blow up. What do you do? You know, what do you do? You drive it along and bam, it's on fire. I don't know. You get on YouTube there, you see it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
1: we'll... Uh... Yeah, I
0: feel bad for it. I I do, but, uh, you know...
1: We've got uh, some sponsors to get in and... We'll be back with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. Tidbits on a Thursday. You know, Saturday is supposed to be decent. Yeah, it's supposed to be really
0: nice, yeah. which is great, because the first show of the season is this Saturday from 7 to 9
1: p.m. at Indian Trail Wines. I guess you could have a morning show with mimosas.
0: Wouldn't that be, <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Have some brunch, morning show? I mean, why not? The... The band Straightforward will be performing uh, with a $3 cover charge for adults. Kids are free. For those 21 and over, Indian Trail Wines will be selling their wine by the glass and bottle. So stay local and enjoy live music from Straightforward this Saturday at 7 p.m. at Indian Trail Wines in Royal Center. All right.
1: Well, something else to worry about with... uh, You might as well be blue because, you know, the economy's made us blue. So why not... Why not let me make you more blue?
0: You got to be careful. Okay. When you say blue, because that's also a party affiliation. Yeah, that's so You got to oh, be, you gotta be okay, careful.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So you may want to adjust your word as you're. Okay. Um,
1: sad. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic food packaging and containers can contain hundreds of chemicals, which increase the risk of developing cancer, infertility, and gene mutations. Gene Mutations. Wow. A study found that wrappings had 388 individual substances of concern, including 352 known to be carcinogenic, mutagenic, and toxic to reproduction. Scientists call CMRs, that's what they're called, another 22 were hormone or endocrine. Did I say that right? Endocrine. 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 Yeah. Disrupting chemicals. (laughs) 32. (laughs) Endangered health with persistence and bioaccumulation. Again, that's a whole lot of rigmarole, but uh, basically telling you it's not good for you. Right. It provides scientific evidence Mm. that hundreds of harmful chemicals are lawfully used. And people are ingesting these hazardous chemicals with their food. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Happy days are here again. <laughs> right. I guess you just don't think <sighs> about that. But... So be advised of that. Here's a uh, police in Colorado. Now, you would probably do this <clears throat> in a Colorado <laughs> town <laughs> pleading with the public to hmm. stop trying to take selfies with a moose. This moose is on the loose. The Erie Police Department posted a short video to Facebook showing the moose had wandered into town walking down a road with a police escort. <laughs> Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials are making plans to relocate the massive animal. Until then, police say, please keep a safe distance, a safe distance. <laughs> Further than you would think is safe. Now, why do you think this would be something I would do? Well, you've done it. I was with you that one time we were going to the fair a few years ago and you had a selfie of you with the cars behind us, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you are posing with a moose head.
0: <laughs> I, now, where was that? That was at a, um, uh, <laughs> gosh, what do you call it? The big sporting goods stores. Um,
1: dicks, not dick's, Oh, well. like, uh, Bass, bass, oh oh, yeah, Bass Bass Pro, Bass Bass, Pro, yeah, Bass Pro, yeah. Yeah. So a moose selfie, maybe Cabela's, yeah. Either way, they say please, please, please stop trying to take selfies with wildlife. Now, if it's dead like Matt, (laughs) yeah, it's a little safer. I just, I just envisioned you doing that. Get driving by it, (laughs) sticking your head out there. Heck yeah, would. I'd walk up to it. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. All right. Now, here is another story concerning a vehicle. Hmm. A Washington man charged with insurance fraud after he he was busted for adding a car to his insurance policy shortly after getting into the accident. He was charged with false claims of proof and attempted theft. The agency said he was involved in a two-vehicle crash and the Dakar was not insured at the time. He added his 2004 Nissan to an existing policy without telling his insurance company that he had just been in an accident. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no, that's good.
1: Need to add a car. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the other driver filed a claim against the policy the next day, and the insurance company, Progressive, found that uh, the Clark County Sheriff's Office had responded to the crash. 26 minutes before the man added his car to the policy. He's still sitting in it.
0: <laughs> he's, he's on the phone. Yeah, I need to add a car real quick.
1: Progressive denied his claim for $3,730.03 and reported the incident to the state insurance commissioner's criminal investigation unit. Oh, boy. He's in big trouble. Yep. What a way to go. Did you have insurance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, we're going <good> to go. <laughs> good to go. Now, imagine this. This is a zebra that's been spotted wandering loose in the Santa Barbara, California area. A zebra? Yeah. Are they migrating here? <laughs> it's been seen on multiple occasions. Locals suggested the animal's likely a locally owned zebra named Maynard
0: (laughs) Maynard Maynard the zebra awesome
1: the zebra was caught on camera during previous walkabouts in 2013 15 and 21 he escapes quite often he's domesticated but known to be free roaming (laughs) he could come to your yard and eat grass yeah. And let Maynard well, just I'd, park out there. I'd let him. He can hang out at my house. Here's a man that stole a woman's car from a Memphis hotel, then offered to sell it back to her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2012 Infiniti G37. It went missing. She was then contacted by a friend of a friend <laughs> she was connected to through social media. He told her he'd give it back for mm, three grand.
0: You can't do that. Like, you can't do that.
1: Well, she set up a time and a place to meet, then informed the police who they showed up. The suspect, Robert Mitchell, fled the scene. He reportedly texted the woman, why you got the police on me? (laughs) Uh, Later arrested, faces charges of property theft and extortion. Exactly. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is... Such a weird
0: world now. Some I, there, there's a uh, it's few years old now, but it was one of these things you'd see on social media. But apparently, this woman had a bike stolen, and then she found the Craigslist like you know listing for it a mm-hmm. few days later. Yeah, and so she got a hold of the guy. Hey, that bike looks really awesome. I, lo- I want to buy it. And he's like, okay. So they arrange a meeting time, <laughs> and she gets there and she's like, can I try it out? And he's like, okay. Never comes back.
1: <laughs> Got her bike <mic> back. <laughs> now that's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> Nashville police responded to a call about a naked woman oh. in the elevator at a bar. <laughs> they found thirty-one-year-old uh, the thirty-one-year-old woman without any britches. <laughs> she reeked of alcohol. And was unsure what happened to her pants, <laughs> <laughs> who she was even uh, with, I don't know. or where she was even staying. Arrested and charged with public intoxication, a judicial commissioner set bond. See so hear these different positions in different places. This Nashville judicial commissioner, <laughs> yeah, bonded a hundred bucks, put some pants on, put some later. pants on, it's sober up. How embarrassing, though. Yeah. You know, there you are. Elevator door opens. (laughs) Be like on the subway. Boing, boing. Oh. (laughs) Here's a a bystander, a good Samaritan, that smashed the window of an SUV in Palm Desert, California, to save a dog during triple-digit heat. Now, why do people do that? I don't know. A bystander last week smashed the car's window, rescued an eight-year-old Pomeranian mix. Other bystanders told officials the dog had been left unattended for at least 45 minutes. Wow. The dog's temperature was registered at 104, treated for heat stroke and being taken to the animal hospital. Man. The owner arrested, released at the scene, but she could now face jail time and a misdemeanor conviction. Police say the owner admitted she was wrong and picked up her pet after paying the medical bills. I just don't get it.
0: Wow. People still do it. Well, you see, occasionally, you see dogs will be in a car, but the owner will leave a note taped to yeah. the inside of the window that's yeah. like, air conditioning's on, got my favorite tunes going,
1: I'm good to go, yeah. you know. And if you know that, you know, the car's running, then yeah. you, you know, but this evidently was off, and gosh, it's not, not a good idea. You got a feel for poor animals. And finally... Do you remember when you were a
0: kid and you would go on errands with your mom and, and you would stay in the car while she ran into the store? Oh, yeah. That was
1: very common, right? Yeah. And you didn't think about it, no. but you weren't trapped in there without any air. <laughs> no. Not that you had AC, but you could tell no, the window windows down. windows were down, you know? yeah. Eat your apple. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Eat your apple. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have much time left, but uh, here's some people that uh, came up with stuff that they did as a child that would be considered dangerous today. Oh, huh, like staying in the car while <laughs> mom went into errands. They called the bike game Evil Knievel. Had a lot to answer for. As you know, back then, Evil Knievel in the 70s, jumping all kinds of things. On your bike, you're jumping stuff. Climbing <laughs> trees, falling out of trees, playing by slime infested ponds. <laughs> Skidding up icy paths, who could slide the farthest? All without parental supervision. Mm. Rode bikes without helmets. We all did that. Yeah. Played with BB guns and lawn darts. <laughs> yep, you had to love the jarts. Yeah. Stand in the middle of the creek on trout opening day in a snowstorm. No helmets on dirt bikes and snowmobiles carrying a 22 caliber going uh, because of snakes. <laughs> How fast can that lawnmower actually rev without blowing up? (laughs) Jumping off bridges into the creek. Walk three miles beyond to get to school. They can't even leave their yard these days. They rode in the back of a pickup. Yeah, that was common. Mm -hmm. This says bunking in Canada. (laughs) Just uh, being in Canada is dangerous. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. And getting pulled, there's somebody holding onto the bumper of a truck on snow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just silly. I mean it is, but you did it. You did it, and but I never had any helmets or.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, um, going on a boat trip one day at Mississinawa. And uh one of the trees that kind of goes out, they someone hooked a rope up to it, and there were a bunch of people swinging on the rope and to, you know letting
1: go and yeah. going into the water. The problem with Mississippi is they just left everything there and filled it up, okay. <laughs> you know, you're jumping off a tree rope, yeah. and you don't know if you're going to fall on a tree down below, yeah, you know, yeah, but, uh, who cares? you're a kid right. It's like they had a picture the first day the pool opened. There's two girls. You know, they're getting ready to jump in, and it was chilly yeah. that day. Yeah. It yeah. did warm up a little, but, you know, it was. <laughs> that water had to be cold. <laughs> Kids just don't care. They
0: don't care, man. Yeah.
1: So All there right. you go, some tidbits. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow to wrap up the week. So i look forward to that. Short week for you next week. Oh, yeah. Isn't that That's right? True. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, we'll do it tomorrow, Matt. Have a good one. All right, you too, buddy. This has been Tidbits
0: with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.